You're listening to Blood on the Tracks on TMB DOS Radio, a monthly, hour-long exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. Hello and welcome to the third episode of Blood on the Tracks. I'm your host, Lee Russell, and this is a podcast that celebrates and explores movie soundtracks and scores. And this episode is going to be centered around a poll I put on the They Must Be Destroyed on Site Facebook group. And I was asking our listeners what they wanted to hear in this episode. I gave them the option to do a write-in vote, and I believe it was Ricky Morgan from the Hail Ming Power Hour podcast, which is an excellent podcast, by the way. But I think he suggested this, and it tied with another option that I had suggested. The one I had suggested was Italian Horror Soundtracks, and that will be the next episode. But this episode is going to center around heavy metal horror. So we're going to be focusing on movies that either have a plot that sort of center around heavy metal bands in horror movies, or a horror movie that has a predominantly heavy metal soundtrack. So what we're going to start out with is probably the film most people think of when they think of heavy metal horror films. It's from 1986. It's called Trick or Treat. And the band that did the soundtrack for this was called Fast Way. And it was a British rock band started by Fast Eddie Clark from Motorhead and the bassist Pete Way, who is of UFO. Like I said, they did the entire soundtrack for this. And we're going to look at Stand Up from that soundtrack. And we're going to have two more selections after that. And I'll talk about them after we get back. <laughs>
right, you just heard Who Made Who from the film Maximum Overdrive from 1986, done by ACDC. They did the entire soundtrack of the Stephen King-directed film, the only film Stephen King has ever directed, because he did a lot of cocaine, apparently, when he was doing that film, and... After that, he just kind of decided never to do it again because he hated it so much. But uh, I love Maximum Overdrive, quite frankly. I think it's a sort of camp classic in a certain regard, and it's just kind of a fond 80s memory, and it has the balls to kill kids very violently, so that's something I appreciate. But ACDC did the whole soundtrack there. They did the incidental music as well, which you can find on YouTube if you do your due diligence. Before that... We had We Go Rocking from the movie Blood Tracks from 1985, done by a Swedish band called Easy Action. The movie itself was a Swedish ripoff of The Hills Have Eyes, done by the director Mats Helge Olsen. Easy Action's kind of interesting because they sued the American band Poison at one point because they claim Poison ripped off the chorus of this very song, We Go Rocking. And they actually won. They actually won their case. So uh, there you go. Fuck you, Poison. Another reason to tell a shitty American hair rock band to fuck off. Before that, we had Stand Up from Fastway for the movie Trick or Treat from 1986. And now we're going to move on to some other stuff. We're going to look at, first off, um, I tried to look for some female singers, but it was sort of hard to do when I was doing this research. Uh, this, this was fun, by the way, to do the research for this, sort of explore some movies I had not seen before and learn about them. But we have this obscure uh, little slasher from 1988 called Hacko Lantern, and the band that did this, at least some of the soundtrack for this, was called DC LaCroix, and it was fronted by a female lead singer. They only released two albums. I'd never heard of them before this. But the song we're going to do now is called Devil's Son, and it's pretty good. I like it quite a bit. And we're also going to look at two songs that, if I had not included them on this list, I probably would have gotten a lot of flack from people. We're going to look at the obvious choices here. Dream Warriors from 1987's A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors, done by Dokken. Everyone knows this fucking song. And the other one everyone fucking knows, he's back, the man behind the mask from Friday the 13th, part 6, Jason Lives, done by Alice Cooper.
sequel in 1916. I'm sure you can all say it along with me. Los Locos kick your butt. Los Locos kick your face. Los Locos kick your balls into outer space. Which is poetry. Yeah, right it is. There. But not uh, enough gangs have theme songs. And they've been churning them out ever since. Uh, the catcher, played by Tom Bergeron, whose name is... Tom what? Berenger. Tom Berenger. Did I say Tom, Tom Berenger? You said Tom, Tom Bergeron. Bergeron from Dancing with the Stars is in this movie. Hi, I'm the that. catcher. <laughs> How do you sort out the good? Fred is the real hero of this movie. Oh. He's employing the homeless. He's he getting really back is. on their feet. Yeah. And he promised them uh, McDonald's. From the bad. Usually he's crying a lot more when he's making this much <laughs> sexual small talk with a woman. Yeah. Uh, so kudos to him for keeping it together. From the ugly. True fact, at this point in the movie, I wrote pointless, pointless, pointless. <laughs> <laughs> I had written... Birds, birds, I I, birds. I think I threw my notebook like what three times? Yeah, when like I at was, the end I was having you put oh it God. back into your hand. But I wrote birds, birds, birds. <laughs> Join Brad and Jeremy. So, so Snooze Sue sneaks out. Yep, Snooze sneaks. I couldn't say Snooze sneaks. Snooze sneaks out. Snooze sneaks out. Snooze sneaks out to go find the military. <laughs> so 
Yeah, so Sue sneaks out, sneaks out. <laughs> to, to go talk to the Silver Surfer because she wants to figure out. <laughs> to the Silver Surfer. To the Silver Surfer. <laughs> I think we completely lost it. <laughs> oh, eight episodes in. I think we're just. I think we're crazy. We're done. Good night, uh, folks. On the Deuce Podcast. Check us out on Facebook at thedeucepodcast.podbean.com, Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Play. Well, I've never touched a bra is. before. Don't, don't <laughs> yell at me. you never touched a bra? <laughs> well, no, I mean, whatever. I've moved. I mean, I don't. No, I don't shop for... Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, the sequel is king. In a world gone mad. As you know, the Doomsday Clock is a symbolic clock face analogizing humankind's proximity to extinction. One man must fight to survive on the global junkie of the future. You maniacs! You blew it up! Ah, damn you! God damn you all to hell! Which? Versus the Doomsday Clock is that man's story. His search for entertainment is transmitted across time and space for your listening pleasure on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and your Android device. This podcast is not fit for human consumption. Some effects include laughter, concern, nausea, vomiting, and burden for more purposes. The magicians accept no responsibility for any side effects, illness, or internet brain keep mind caused. My effect guarantees worth nothing. Zero, zero, zilch, nada, overall, no sausage. In short, you get nothing. Nothing. Good day, sir. Okay, we're back for the second half of the show. Now, you might have noticed that most of the stuff I've played has been from the 1980s, and of course, that's where this genre really sort of came to fruition and peaked at the same time. The heavy metal horror, the hair metal horror, even more specifically. And there weren't a lot of selections that I could have included on this, but of course we're trying to keep this show down to one hour, so I didn't want to bog it down with too many songs and too much talking. I could always come back for a part two. And this next song is no exception. It's another song from the 1980s, but after that we're going to follow up with two songs that are slightly more modern. Well, one's very modern and one's just sort of slightly more modern. But first we're going to look at Me Against the World from the film Black Roses from 1988. And this is done by the band called Black Roses. That's what they're credited as. But they're actually the metal band King Cobra. After that we're going to look at Hellraiser from Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth from 1992. Uh, currently Duncan McLeish is torturing several podcasters with a retrospective of the entire Hellraiser franchise over on the podcast Under the Stairs, which is one of the best horror podcasts out there. Just saying, go over and check it out. But, uh, of course, this was done by Motorhead. Uh, They did uh, several songs on the soundtrack, and it's not Motorhead's best, but even when Motorhead's kind of dogging it, they still have a fairly good hook somewhere in their songs, and I think they do here, and I like this one. Then we're going to look at Let's Kill These Motherfuckers from Deathgasm from 2015. And this was done by a band called Land of the Minotaur. I know nothing about this fucking band, but I wanted to include it because, hey, I needed a more modern heavy metal film. And this is the immediate one I could think of that was any good. And the majority of the soundtracks, that kind of raspy, running around in the woods, corpse paint bullshit that... I just don't like from heavy metal music. I know some people are black metal fans or whatever and love listening to some guy run around the woods in corpse paint. As I just said, just making unintelligible raspy screams into the microphone, but uh, that's not metal to me. So this is one of the exceptions off of that soundtrack, and it's pretty good, and it's got a great title. So there you go. We'll go through these, and we'll be back to close out our show with our remaining songs.
Okay, we're back, and thank you guys for joining me again for another episode of Blood on the Tracks. And we're going to close out with three songs here. We're going to do two Italian and one Canadian. So first off, we're going to look at No Escape from the film Opera from 1987. And this was done by a band called Norden Light. I know nothing about this band. I did no research. I didn't want to bore you with lots of talking about it. I'm trying to cut down on that shit, so there you go. Dario Argento. That's all you need to know, right? Next, we're going to look at Night Danger from the film Demons from 1985, done by Pretty Maids. I was It was a toss-up between this and the song that Saxon has on the soundtrack, but a uh, very 80s soundtrack. There's still a little bit of Goblin on there as well. Well, Claudio Simonelli or whatever his name is, claiming to be Goblin, using the Goblin name, essentially. Um, at that point, he had broken up with Goblin, I believe, so there you go, but... Uh, lots of modern bands on that soundtrack and then they went from a sort of a hard rock soundtrack to more of a new wave kind of pop rock soundtrack in Demons 2 and then we're going to close out with what I think is kind of the ultimate uh, at least the most fun (laughs) heavy metal horror film and this would be Rock and Roll Nightmare from 1987 and this is the song We Accept the Challenge from Canada's very own John Michael Thor, who is amazing. If you have not seen the film I Am Thor from, I believe, 2015 or 16, a uh, sort of documentary on the comeback tour of this Canadian icon and legend, and I'm not saying that ironically, I'm not trying to make fun. I love Thor, and he's done a lot of great music, and some of the stuff on this album is pretty good. And I actually like We Accept the Challenge. So we're going to finish off with that. And we'll be back next episode with Italian Horror, boys and girls. And I should have a lot of fun putting that one together. And I hope you come back and join me when we do that. But until then, let's close out with some fucking heavy metal horror music, bitches.
Thank you for listening to Blood on the Tracks. For other episodes of this program, as well as episodes of our main podcast, They Must Be Destroyed on Site, please visit us at tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through.